Oh my god, are you talking about the new podcast? It's called Gray's World. Oh, hello guys. What is up? Summer shorty. I don't know what episode six, I think. Um, these are going to go until September, I think, just FYI. Like when September comes, I'm going to go back to the longer episodes if I can handle it. I hope I can because I've got a lot of things planned. Um, today we, we will be discussing Renaissance, uh, the Renaissance. I'm not going to elaborate if you don't know what I'm talking about. What the fuck? <laughs> I think most of you will. Um, I'm also just going to discuss Beyonce kind of in general a little bit. I think that me going through the years and telling you what my faves are will kind of help you understand what parts I'm going to love about Renaissance the most. So that'll be fun. Um, And of course, the song of the week is going to be a song off Renaissance. I kind of spoiled it on Instagram, which is at Grace World Pod. Um, but I still want to talk about it and tell you why it's the song of the week. But yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so I've kind of debated, I've gone back and forth whether I will allow, I'm going to phrase it as I will allow myself to be more vulnerable on the pod. Um, I want to be on a level because I just feel like it's refreshing when people are like willing to be vulnerable because it's typically topics that are like scary to talk about or discuss or face, but in the end it's like worth it because other people feel the same way and it'll make you feel less alone. It'll make them feel less alone. And I don't know this fucking world, like it's just been a really hard few years, like 2020 and on and I know that's I know that that's a relatable issue but I've also been dealing with like being very hard on myself and like I think I've talked about that before on here that like it's really hard for me to remember to be my own friend and to like be nice to myself because like the ways the ways that I judge myself and that I'm the hardest on myself I know I would never ever think that about one of my friends so like what the fuck am I doing feeling that way about myself it's something I really of course I need to work on I need to change it it's not working and I don't know why I do it and it's just especially hard lately because like I'm looking for a new job again because the last one did not work out and it's just like I hate having to look at my job history on paper and then have to submit that to somebody and I feel like they're just going to judge me because I don't give myself the benefit of the doubt that I have all these other skills that are valuable like I just write that off which is not a great way to live and it's it makes you really feel bad about yourself speaking from direct experience so it's just been a rough few weeks and like I'm running out of money and I keep applying to jobs and like not hearing back so then I feel like I have to lower my standards for where I apply which just also makes me feel like shit so I know that y'all probably aren't dealing with this exact (laughs) dilemma but I think the overarching themes of just remembering to be your own friend and remember to be nice to yourself because that will go a long way And it's something I'm working on, but it's not something that I can even do every day yet because I'm 
it's still in my brain to judge myself. So it's been hard. Um, and um, like I've mentioned before in the past couple of weeks that I'm moving. And so it's really scary to be moving and not have a job. <laughs> so I'm just like, I wake up every day and I'm just anxious. And then I go to bed anxious. And then I wake up anxious. And it just never stops. Um, and so the pod does help. I don't know if that's like up my own ass, but like it distracts me in this good way because it makes me like, oh, look, you, you can do something. And it's a way to connect with people in your life because I'm not good at doing that day to day. I'm actually quite bad at doing that. And in my own way, I think of the pod as like how I communicate to my friends right now because I just, I don't have the energy to hang out with people. And I also don't want to be like confronted with my own life because I can't do that right now (laughs) because I judge myself so badly that I just think like, well, what am I going to tell a friend? Like I, like if you can't talk nicely about yourself to yourself, you can't really hang out with friends because then you have nothing good to say about yourself and you can't catch up with a friend. So these are all things that I'm struggling with and I don't know. I hope that if any of you feel the same, that it's like, know that you're not the only one because a lot of the times I feel like I'm the only way that feels, I'm the only one that feels this way. And then that, oof, that's hard to face too. So, well, that being said, thank you for, thank you for listening to my therapy session. But I mean, I don't know. I think it's just sometimes it's nice to be vulnerable and like open up and tell people like what the fuck is going on for real (laughs) but like I mentioned the pod really helps and I'm glad that I'm back doing it it gives me a sense of purpose it gives me a routine and that really helps me so anyway thank god for the pod right (laughs) but also thank god for renaissance because the timing of renaissance really let's just say if it hadn't been released when it was i think i'd be even more down on myself it's it it helps me every day it gives me some serotonin um i listen to it when i go on my morning walks now um so yeah renaissance is really saving the day and i want to jump into my beyonce so let's do it let's talk beyonce Um, I'm sorry if I kind of have a stuffy nose because I was crying kind of, (laughs) but I really want to get into talking about Beyonce because Beyonce has like a bigger hold over me than like I ever realized. Um, I think that I, speaking of crying, I think I realized how much Beyonce meant to me when I casually put on homecoming for the first time. I am not exaggerating when I tell you this. I was crying within the first 30 seconds. Like, it just a wave of emotion came over me that I was like, Beyonce is more important than like I will ever be able to ever understand. Like the way that she touches people's lives. Like I can't fathom it. Like it's just beyond anything I can imagine. She's that big. She's that important. Like I truly feel that way. Like I know that some people don't like aren't obsessed with her, but they can like her music, but it's like I'm fully obsessed with her. Um also, I know that sometimes this podcast just sounds like a plug for any of Troy's podcasts, but Dunzo does a series on Beyonce and Jay-Z, and it's maybe like a, it's like a six-parter maybe, like a five-parter, 
very, very required reading. I really need you to listen to that. Um, It'll just give you a lot of insight. And it's just so interesting how they both have kind of chosen to be private and it and they used to like do interviews and things, but now they're so private. It's like we don't know anything about them, but it makes them seem more exclusive and just I'm very interested. But let's let's back up. I want to go through the years of Beyonce albums and I want to tell you my faves and then we will discuss Renaissance. Okay. The first album, Dangerously in Love. First of all, for, to that, for be her first album, how is that even possible? I have two favorites, Me, Myself, and I, and Yes. The runs on Yes is going to give you like the biggest hint into what my fave is off of Renaissance, but there's certain Beyonce songs that are very, I'll say wordy, which I mean by like, she's almost like a rap singing, like she's saying so many things and they like go really fast back to back. And I, I purposely like to memorize those songs to impress myself. And yes, is one of those songs. I know every breath of the word. Yes. I am obsessed with it. Okay. Moving on to B-Day. Guys, her discography is unreal. It's unreal. When I was going through Spotify, I mean, I listened to her on the reg, but I went through um, her Spotify just now to like pick my faves. It it took me like an hour because I just listened to like every album. Like there's just so many good songs. It's bop after bop. It's hit after hit. You like can't believe it. And B-Day is literally an album just full of hits. It's unbelievable. Ring the Alarm holy shit that song changes me ring the alarm like she i love when beyonce is mad at a man oh my god give me that give me that song give me that album yes i love lemonade but ring the alarm is iconic and i hate when people say that word and it's like not really iconic but ring the alarm is iconic this was really really hard for me to pick a a fave because I also love Get Me Bodied. And I also love Sugar Mama. Get Me Bodied I resonate with because, of course, she said a little sweat ain't never hurt nobody. And she's talking about dancing really hard. So, you know, I love that. But it's all about ring the alarm. I mean, also Freak em Dress. All right, I've got to stop. I've got to stop because I could just list all of them. Next album is my least favorite. I'm going to be very upfront about that. I am Sasha Fierce. I like Diva and I like Sweet Dreams. It's like a radio bop, but Diva, da, 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 Diva. Oh, I love it. Okay, next is Four, which is one of my favorite Beyonce albums. Uh, okay, they're <sighs> Dance For You. I'm obsessed with. And that's one of the wordy ones that I have memorized every breath, every breath of that song. I love it. I love a sexual Beyonce song. Um, I love when she does not hold back about being sexual. Love it. I also love I Care. I Care. I love when she does a ballad. I really do like a ballad, which is weird that I don't like I Am Sasha Fierce more. But anyway, I love I Care. I will scream sing I Care. Um, Okay, moving on to self-titled Beyonce. Blow. I'm a blow girl. Oh my god, the first time I heard Blow, I was like, this is my favorite Beyonce song. It's so poppy. It's so dancey. It's like such a vibe. I, I can visualize it perfectly in my head, the video. 
Anyway, I also love Partition because Beyonce, the album was her sex album, by the way, like Drunken Love, Partition. I actually really fuck with Drunken Love still. I really like it. But Partition? Ooh, God, I fucking love Beyonce, the album. Next is Lemonade. Like, how do you top Beyonce self-titled? You drop Lemonade in the middle of the goddamn night. Do you remember where you were? Because I remember where I was. I was living in Oregon Hill. And I, it was like of my era of like going to bed at like five in the morning and then waking up at like who the fuck knows when. And I would like be on my computer all night. So I was literally on the internet when that was silently, sneakily released into the world. Um, and then the visual album that came with it, life changing, that changed the game. Lemonade literally changed everything. I stand by that. What are my faves? I'm going to give you three love drought. Oh, so dreamy. So dreamy. I love it. Also, don't hurt yourself. God damn. She's so fucking cool. I'm sorry. Beyonce could just do a rock song with Jack White right now and fucking kill it. She's so fucking cool. Also, hold up. I mean, it kind of gives me chills talking about Lemonade (laughs) because I feel like it was that culturally important and culturally changing for the world. And then Renaissance is dropped to us. Um, We're going to take a little break because Renaissance is its own. It gets its own airtime. Okay, see you in a second. Okay, Renaissance. How do we even begin? I feel like I just kind of need to go down the list. I don't know if I can do every song because like that would be an hour long, but I just need to kind of pinpoint my fave things. Um, I guess in general, I will say like, how lucky are we? how how are we so blessed that we were gifted this type of Beyonce album I've been waiting this is the type of music that I love you guys know what kind of music I like like it's this um so it's very exciting to me when it just starts and you just you knew you knew what kind of album it was going to be I mean we all heard Break My Soul and that was very disco-y it was very 90s-y because it sampled that Robin song but god it's it's so gay too in a way that i love like god i love this album like it's it's possibly my favorite beyonce album i know that's really bold to say and i might just be caught up in all my emotions with it but it's so good it's just i can't stop it's necessary it is necessary to my life to my daily life i cannot live without it I want to jump into Alien Superstar. I feel like we were all changed immediately upon hearing this song. The second that she says, stilettos kicking vintage crystal off the bar, category of bad bitch. I mean, okay, then I was like, oh, this is totally her gay album. I love it. We're here, like, for everybody. Alien Superstar. Like hearing that phrase it just made me so excited i don't know just oh i love it the trans the chorus really transports me like it takes me to this other realm and i am just in it and i don't care about anything else and i'm very happy when i listen to this song um too classy for this world and then she goes forever i'm that girl forever i'm that girl is going to be a household phrase from now on from now until the end of time forever i'm that girl i mean i'm that girl forever i'm that girl she is 
Okay, goes into Cuff It after that. And Cuff It, instant. Instant love and obsession with this song. I feel like falling in love with this song. And I fucking did. I love Cuff It. Like, the lyrics in this whole album are really fun and good. The lyric I love from this album is, I want to go missing, I need a prescription. Um, I want to go missing and I also need a prescription for some ADHD medicine, so I really relate to that. <laughs> I can't stop dancing when I hear this song. Like, I, my body cannot stop moving. Um, and I think, like, once Cuff It came on, when I was listening to it the first time, I was like, oh, we're dancing this whole album. Like, we're not going to stop. We meaning me. I did make Josh listen to it too, but it just because he happened to be in my house when it came out and I was like, well, I'm listening to this, so enjoy it. He liked it, but he's really not a Beyonce person. Um, okay, the end of Cuff It, when it like slightly changes because it's slowly transitioning into energy, I think that's when it hits you that like, oh shit this album flows together in a very specific way it is so good i was talking to my friend hallie who's a big beyonce fan and grace world listener um because I, I i made a post on instagram asking you guys what your faves were and first of all it was extremely cool that no matter how many people replied no one said the same thing because everyone has a different favorite for this album which i think is so cool and i think that says a lot but hallie was just telling me that like <laughs> It's hard to pick a favorite because number one, of course, they're all good, but they all flow together in this way that you have to just listen to the whole album every time because of the way that it flows together. And that's a really good point. I can't really just go to the album and like start from the middle. I have to start from the beginning and hear it all the way through. It's like it's it's necessary. Um, but Energy was cool because it was the first song that was a little different. I feel like, I don't know, I have in my notes after Energy, I said, okay, so this is Beyonce's Coke album. <laughs> which is great i'm not a coke person you guys know i'm a weed person um but that doesn't mean that i don't love coke music because i definitely do a lot it's kind of ironic that i don't like coke um also i feel like i should specify it's not that i don't like coke it's that i've literally never done it okay <laughs> okay into okay right into break my soul which i feel like at this point, I should be sick of it, but I'm not. And every time it starts, I'm like, oh, yes, vintage renaissance right here. <laughs> like like the single that we knew for weeks before getting to hear the whole, the whole album. Um, so good. I just feel like at that point in the album, I already knew. Like once it got to break my soul, I was like, oh, she's not going to stop. It's not going to slow down. This is, this is it. Like this is the vibe and I'm so excited to be here for this. Um, Plastic Off the Sofa is my favorite song on the album right now. And that's that was really hard for me to choose. But there's something so dreamy. And I think I mentioned that I love a dreamy Beyonce song. But there's something so dreamy about Plastic Off the Sofa. Um, it's literal music to my ears. Like, it begins and I was hooked. Like, it's so like soft and it's it's about love and I just love like a soft Beyonce song about love like it's love drought vibes but like more 70s soul Ooh, this song is real like solely Ooh, it's oh it's so good it's a little jazzy oh because of the runs the runs in the end oh my god she's so special I'm getting chills have you guys seen on your for you pages on tiktok are y'all getting the um hashtag plastic off the sofa challenge 
it's people trying to do her runs at the end. I'm not gonna, I'm not singing an example of what I'm talking about because I'm not gonna, I'll embarrass myself to my core more than I already have in this episode. Um, But the runs at the end, I'm like smiling and crying thinking about this right now. (laughs) Like, why does Beyonce make me so emotional? I just, she's so special. She also makes her music so fun to sing along to. Like, you remember how I said I loved doing the memorizations of her songs that kind of have like, they're very like wordy and breathy and I want to I want to know every breath. I think I'm going to be memorizing plastic off the sofa to a T. I, I need that in my back pocket. I need to know every single breath. It's so good. And then it goes right into Virgo's Groove, which Virgo's Groove might be my second fave. I wrote down here, Virgo's Groove makes me want to do drugs and dance and be happy. I mean, that maybe I should take some mushrooms and listen to Virgo's Groove on repeat. Usually when I take mushrooms, okay, my favorite way, we're doing a little sidebar. My favorite way to spend being on mushrooms is in my house. Wait, I don't want to be judged by this. In my house alone, listening to my favorite mushroom music, which I do have a playlist, um, and just dancing and like being happy and like, that's it. That's all I need. That's all I ever want. I'm not so keen on doing mushrooms around a bunch of people. Like I took some and went to a concert once and I immediately like walked back home. I was like, okay, this isn't for me. I'm going to go dance at home alone. Um, but the next time I take mushrooms, I'm (laughs) first of all, I'll be listening to Renaissance, but I will be Virgo grooving hard. Um, also there's just like a very sexual song. So, you know, I love that right here, right now. Yeah. She's like, I want to fuck right here, right now on the couch. My tits are hanging out. Oh my God. I love it. It's like a choppy chorus too, which I really like when she does that. Um, and I think in this song, she also says, I need more ecstasy and nudity. She's speaking my language. I love it. Love it. Love it. Um, also she's got the runs at the end of this song too oh my god i think i think i'm a sucker for the beyonce runs which kind of sounds like i'm talking about like beyonce diarrhea um (laughs) no maybe it didn't and i just brought that up um okay the next song is move which i feel like okay we've went from soft to hard baby like let's change it up and i i welcomed the hard change like i was like oh shit we're like in a different mode right now and it's so good. Ooh. And this is how I move. This is how I move. That part. Oh my God, guys. I should not be singing. I'm not. What am I doing? I'm embarrassing myself. And when she goes, this is how I move. This is how I move. That is so sweet. And just like, mm, I could listen to it on repeat. Um, I talked a little bit about this on the Instagram stories the other day, but I do love how that song starts a certain way and ends a different way. It sounds like two different songs and that delights me to my core. Next up is the bop of the world, Heated. First of all, Heated is such a summer bop. Like, well, okay, spoiler alert. Maybe I should just intertwine the song of the week with my Renaissance review because it's a Renaissance song and it's Heated. First of all, heated first of all the lyrics i mean it's truly (laughs) it's hot out here and it's summertime what a good beat like 
ooh, the beat and the drums just get me going. And I like can't sit still to this song. Like I have to fucking dance to this song. Ooh, guys, like this album makes me want to go out and dance, but there's nowhere I want to do that at. That's why I have to take mushrooms and do it myself at home. Now you understand. Also, Heated specifically reminds me of um, Views by Drake. Um, I, I don't know. Okay, very randomly, like... I don't listen to Drake for, you know, not a particular reason. It's just like not my thing. But Views from 2016, I love that album. And it directly reminds me of that song. And it also, I feel like Heated sounds different from every song on the album in a very refreshing way. I love it. Um, Up next is Thick. I, I'm here for Thick. Like, I like the vibe. It's very different as well. I love when she brags because, like, she's allowed because she can. Ooh, we're going back to a choppy verse. That is so good when she's like, dun, 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 dun. that's that 1996. Like, all that choppiness. I lo- I think I've just discovered that, like, I also love the choppy Beyonce, like, terse, like, choruses and bridges, like, God, they are so fun to sing along to. I think it's e- it makes it easier for me to learn the words too when it's in that cadence. Also, I love her cadence, this whole album. I think that's just what it is. She's so good at like deciding when to put like when to say a word and how to say a word and also like what emphasis to put on each word. Oh, she's just she really like knows what the fuck she's doing. <laughs> Like, I'm not, I'm not saying anything that hasn't already been said, but God. Um, so like also when she's like, better not lose that ass though. What is it reminding me of? Can someone tell me? I can't figure it out. It's like, oh, something like still staring at the titties though. Like some, 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 is it Drake song? I don't know, but what is that song that it's reminding me of when she, in the chorus of Thick when she's like, better, like something about going on a diet, but better not lose that ass though. Okay, there is something about All Up In Your Mind. Ugh. Okay, I'm going to say that the first half of this album kind of like, it, I feel like there's a first half and a second half and the second half kind of like gets a little experimental and she's like doing weird shit that like works so well. Like All Up In Your Mind's a little synthy. And I love Cynthia shit. Like, there's just something about this song that sounds like early weekend trilogy era to me. I love trilogy, everything about it. And this just has that vibe. I don't really know what it is, but it also just transports me to 2010. Like, it's just, it sounds like that era. Ooh, it's so good. I'm trying to not just say that things are so good and try to like tell them tell you why I like them but it's hard because everything on this album is so good okay America has a problem that one has grown on me hard like at the beginning I was like yeah this is good but there's that that beat in the beginning when she doesn't sing anything like oh I love it and I love the lyrics to the song because like she's basically saying like she's the drug like she's so fucking good at sex and she's so hot that like she's gonna get you higher than you've ever fucking been on a drug you dumb bitch like I love when she like really owns the fact that like she is Beyonce (laughs) and she does that in most of these songs okay in the beginning like right when it's like I can't do it 
it's so good i saw this tiktok of this girl like twerking in the exact pattern of that beat and it is so fucking good you got that d for me oh when it like starts up heard you got that d for me oh i think it goes back to the choppiness like i'm saying choppy in a good way i feel like i need to find a new word but like make you wait a whole week for me oh, she's making me so horny <laughs> okay so then when we when we get to the point where she's like because boy you can't get no higher than this oh I am really, I'm going to cringe editing this. Why the fuck am I singing? Like, it's because you can't not sing. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm also like, well, what am I going to do about it? Like, you guys know. You sing it too. <laughs> but yeah, I actually have such a late appreciation for America Has a Problem that I'm kind of like, I can't stop listening to it right now. Um, and to end the album with summer renaissance and it starts and you're like oh she's doing it like she's fucking doing it she is sampling donna summer hence this punny name we have right here oh summer renaissance oh god she's just makes me smile so much like it starts and i just get so excited like when i hear the din -din 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 -din, i'm like oh my god like I live in a world where I get to hear a mashup of Donna Summer and Beyonce in one thing. Like, I don't deserve it. I don't deserve Renaissance. I welcome it into my life, but I don't deserve it. But I'm going to appreciate it so hard. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is like too much, too specific, not enough, who knows. But clearly there's always an open dialogue between me and my listeners so send me a voice note on instagram i love using voice notes um, by the way and tell me like you can talk you can talk any beyonce topic to me renaissance or not pre-renaissance pre or post-renaissance is how i live my life as always i'm obsessed with you i'm obsessed with beyonce maybe i should just add that into the end of every episode okay i'm obsessed with you and beyonce <laughs> end of list but thank you for thank you for getting through my therapy session to get to the Beyonce talk um I appreciate you oh and also like if anyone wants to talk about the shit I talked about in the beginning my line's always open you guys know that okay bye